Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. And uh, the Spirit of the Lord has touched us and moved in a mighty way. But let's not skip over something that the Lord might just plant in our heart right here and right now. Amen. Would you make our friend welcome to this desk? Praise the Lord, everyone. We're going to get right to the word. If you will, let's turn to Isaiah, the 43rd chapter. Even though we felt the Lord here today, I, I just don't think he's done here today yet. I feel like he's still got something for us here. And uh, matter of fact, I'm quite confident in that. I feel that in the Holy Ghost. Uh, that's Isaiah, the 43rd chapter. And after that, we're going to go to Daniel 3. And uh, let's begin reading this morning. But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by name. Thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not, shalt not be burnt. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Just give me a minute. I'm not as fast as Brother Boyd is with his fingers up here. Daniel 3 says, Then the princes and the governors and the captains, the judges, the treasurers and the counselors, the sheriffs and all the rulers of the providence were gathered together upon the dedication of the image of Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. When we get done here today, through this week, come back to this chapter and remember and count how many times it says Nebuchadnezzar, the king had set up. And they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then a herald cried out aloud, To you it is commanded, O people, nations, and languages, that at this time ye hear the sound of the cornet, the flute, the harp, and many other music, I'm going to skip all those. Ye fall down and worship the golden image of Nebuchadnezzar the king hath set up. And whoso falleth not down and worship shall the same hour be cast into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. Right there he was trying to put fear into them. Put fear into their lives. I want to preach to you just for a few minutes. When fear meets faith. When fear meets faith. Let's all pray. Lord Jesus, we come before you asking God. We're asking for your anointing, Lord Jesus. We're asking God for power, Lord, and strength in this place, God. 
We're asking God for zeal, Lord Jesus. We're asking for hunger, Lord. There is none like you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for your word, Lord Jesus. We thank you for your testimonies, Lord. And we thank you, God, for your healing virtue, Lord Jesus. We ask, God, right now that you anoint everything that comes forth, Lord. We know your word's anointed, God, but I ask, God, you anoint me, Lord. In the name of Jesus, can we all clap our hands as we're seated? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I want to speak to those today that has a bit of fear in their lives. And I know, I know we're talking to many. It's, it's awful easy when we come to church and there's a power-packed service going on. And those that are running around the service and lifting their hands and they feel the joy of the Lord. And they feel like there's nothing in hell that can stop them. But there comes a time sometimes when we go to the hospitals and we're faced with decisions that we have to make. Or we become on an accident. And there's sometimes we have to take action. And there's sometimes that we're faced with bills that we cannot handle. But there's a God that can step forth and be in our, in, in our very existence at the time of need. And that's when a lot of times we're faced with fear. typed in the word fear, and I promise I'm not going to be long. I want to be real short here today. I typed in the word fear, not on the typewriter because nothing's going to come back, but on the computer and it says false evidence appearing real. False evidence appearing real. Fear is an emotion introduced by the by and perceived threat which entitles to quickly pull away from it. And usually hide. I remember as a young child, and I, I know I've been told I have a memory like an elephant. I'm sure there's some people would forget some things that happened to me in my lifetime, but I'm about to throw somebody under the bus right now. <laughs> I remember, I'm just joking. I remember being a young child, I'd say around the age of seven years old, we lived in Bradenton, Florida. And uh, there was a lot of trees in our yard. And uh, it began to thunder. And, you know, at that time, I think Brother Boy talked about it a few uh, weeks ago about, you know, nobody had a lot of money. You didn't pay bills or credit cards, so you kept the windows open at night. And I be- remember a bad rain had came, and uh, I had turned on the light, and I ran in there, and I was like, Dad, Dad, there's somebody outside. And uh, and he says, well, let's go in there. And Dad had went in there with me. And I don't know if he's even going to remember this. He may. But he would walked in there. He says, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. And uh, what it looked like was an old cowboy. I'm going to try to describe this to you. It looked like an old cowboy. He had a beard, long beard. And it looked like he had a pistol. But this was in a, like in a shadow. Now, why he was being still, I don't know. I'll never guess that, why that shadow was being still that day, night. But I remember th- Dad going to the room and getting Mom. And Mom and Dad came back. And Dad's like, do you see this? Do you see this here? Do you see, do you see anything? 
And mom's like, yeah, yeah. I said, I'm, mom's like, I'm going outside. So mom was going to be tough about it, you know. Me and dad stayed inside. So mom goes outside. Me and dad, dad's, you know, he's, it's awful funny how geared up he was to go close to the shadow. So I walk up to the shadow, and it's by the window. And we get right by the window, and mom goes, rah! <laughs> and I will not go by any window <laughs> since then now. I mean, it's, 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 it's healed me of a lot of things. But many of us are stricken with fears. Many of us have phobias, which is, same, is the same thing as fears. There are listed over 530 phobias in the world. Some of them are very weird, and some of them make perfect sense. Perfect sense. Many of us talk about our own fears, dogs. I have that fear. Heights, and sometimes speaking. Many of the world fears are war and famine and terrorism. But fear has always been around us. We've we got to understand that. Moses, when he was leading the children out, they had fear. But their fear was is because they kept looking back at what they had been through. They was, they was ready to go back and just be buried there. He even asked Moses, what, they run out of grave sites over there? I mean, come on, let's... <laughs> But there was a blessing on the other side. Peter was the same way as he was stuck in the boat. He's seen the storms. Many of our past controls our fear for the future. We're scared to make a different decision. We've been hurt at church before. We've been hurt when a sickness, when a particular sickness, God didn't move on that one. Or the first time we went to the altar, God just didn't really move the way we thought he would. We all are stricken with them kind of fears. But we must understand fear is not of God, which I'm talking to a church that knows that today. But fear is not of God. The Bible says he did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power. Of power. And a sound mind. But I want to take you to these couple little verses. I'm just going to run down a few of these verses with you. I'm almost done, I promise. In Daniel, beginning with verse 13. And I want you to read these. Can you all read these with me? We're just going to run through a couple of these. With verse 13 says, Then Nebuchadnezzar, in rage and fury... We there. All right. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in his rage and fury, commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king. Can we go to the next one? I'm just going to go ahead and, okay, here we go. Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is this true, old Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Do not, okay, verse 16, ready? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not cam 
people to answer this matter. He's saying there, I know the God I serve. Matter of fact, I probably, I, I think they would probably had a smirk on the old face that day. <laughs> oh, Nebuchadnezzar, are you crazy? I've seen what God done for Daniel. I've seen how God moved in his life. And I was told that if there was a fire come forth in my life, that the very smell wouldn't even be on me after I come out of it. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, but if not, time, but if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will serve not serve thy gods, nor worship thy golden image, which thou had cast or hast set up. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury in form of visage. He got mad. He brought him forth. What I love about this story is he took these three men and he bound them together. Now the last time I heard when you have two or three together in his name he shall be in the midst of. See, there seems to be a problem a lot of times when we become sick or when things come against us in our lives, what we do is we clam up and we withdraw ourselves when it's time to get back to back with another saint of God and come in and let, let, let the words be known. Bind together with them because they're going to understand what you're going through. But be bound with them. The Bible says they're cast into the fire. We're so worried about getting out of the fire sometimes. Sometimes we just need to stay in the fire a little bit. Last time I heard, TFT says it's going to say, well done, now good and faithful servant. We need to stay in the fire a little bit longer sometimes. But what I love about the story, y'all can, I'm, I'm going to close right now. But what I love about the story is, is why they was in the fire. While they was in the fire, the enemy looked down and they seen, Nebuchadnezzar seen God. Now what I'm trying to tell you is it never said anything about Shadrach, Meshach, or Abednego seeing the enemy in there, or seeing God in there. But the enemy did. You may be going through a trial, you may be in a fire today. You may be facing things and circumstances that you don't understand and you feel like God's not in it with you. But the enemy knows where he's at. The enemy knows where God's at in your life. If you're being faced with those things, can we just stand right now? I know there's many times that we face fear. And we don't know what to do, like I said earlier. But that seems to be the key time when you have a lot of anointing on your life. God moves in those fears. I'm thankful for the, the fears that I've had in my life, but I'm thankful that God has always opened up the door and worked in those fears. That's when God has moved into my life the most. I'm, my father, which preached Wednesday night, was preaching one day, fell over, 
stopped breathing. Ambulance came and picked them up. All in fear, we was. We were all in fear. Ambulance took them to the hospital. And and I'm going to be honest with you. I've never seen this woman again, but I remember her telling me and my wife, if you got faith, if you believe in prayer, right now is the time to pray for them. Right now is the time. It's that time of fear that God moves in our lives. Can we just raise our hands? This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.